Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Good morning, interwebs, and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. I am Chris. I almost said I'm Sam, but no, I'm Chris, and I have across from me, in his cold weather, swan dry, the inimitable Sam. Hello, I am Sam. I'm the other half of this podcast. I have no idea how loud that was, Chris, because you went, <laughs> you can't see what you're doing, but that went right off the limit, limits, so oh, that could be interesting. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll get some pleb to uh, do the editing on that. Oh, that's sorry, Sam. That's yeah. you, isn't it? Yeah, right. that's all right. <laughs> this is episode number 35. 35, it's good to be alive. It's crazy. It seemed like 12 was a good effort when we were doing like number 12 and 13. Yeah, yeah. 35. 35 already. It's funny though, I was was looking at some podcasts and I'm like, oh, I want to go and see this podcast. I found this new podcast. And I'm like, but I want to start from the beginning. What is it with iPhone? You can't go past only 100? It only shows the last 100? That's usually a setting from um, the setup. It's, yeah. Okay, I have to play with it. But uh, yeah, I came across one podcast and I'm like, this looks good. I, I read an article about them. Okay, yeah, cool. They're up to podcast episode 689. Wow, it's pretty like, cool. Like, uh, yeah, I probably won't be able to listening to Are all they that. Pr- but I will be listening to his, uh, what I was looking for was his interview with Robin Williams because that was supposed to be really good. Are they publishing like prolifically, like once uh, a day or five days no, a week? No, no, no. I think it's just uh, been around a long times time. a week. Yeah, a long time. Uh, actually talking about podcast uh this happened ages ago but i've only remembered to talk about it now is um i destroyed my phone so <laughs> yeah dropped it in the toilet that's an actual thing and um i had it going for a little bit and then it sort of gave up the ghost and i haven't tried it lately i should actually plug that back in and charge it back up but because of that i've gone to a really super dumb phone uh the dumb phone can only do like a couple of things obviously make phone calls and text messaging it can go on facebook and i get notifications from facebook but i can't go into gmail if i go into gmail on this phone google thinks i'm getting hacked and then sends me an email saying someone's been accessing your account via a weird device and i'm like no no it's me Um, (laughs) but they don't believe me i can't get on twitter so i have no idea what's happening in twitter at all ever and for a long time I wasn't listening to any podcasts, but I have found a solution. It's called the Hermes Podcast Player Downloader. Downloader, I think. Uh, you subscribe and you plug your phone in and it downloads all the MP3s to your phone. It's nowhere as <laughs> at all as easy as a smartphone. I'm really missing that. And so I- if you had a, an old school MP3 player... It would work for that as well, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. plug it. Oh, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't matter what it's it is. It's not bad. It's um, you know, like like you say, it's not sim- super simple, but it's better than better than nothing. Yeah, it's not too bad. I'm really looking forward to um, getting, getting a smartphone. Getting again. a smartphone once. Um, a- any sponsors out there who might yeah, be having be- a smartphone? Like, we've got some smartphones to give away because my screen's cracked on my uh, S3. No one S3 cares about you. Old. Um, you've got, yeah, yeah, I mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> of course you do. You've got a work phone that's an iPhone 6 is what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, well, people should be sympathizing with me for that. No, no. God. I'm running some sort of weird Indian-made Nokia. Um, <laughs> I was, that's what it is. Um, this, this is. This would go for a couple of hundred rupee or something in India. Uh, I was using a skinny mobile generic phone, and it, it was terrible, absolutely terrible. I couldn't even text on it. I gave up. It oh, wow. It was really bad. Yeah. 
so um, looking forward to a new phone. And, and, and for those listeners outside of the New Zealand, skinny was not a um, adjective; it was a noun. It was it's the name of the um, one of the mobile networks we have. Mobile here. networks here, yes. It wasn't so, yeah. just a really thin phone. <laughs> No, that's right. I had to say that. Yeah, so um, I have been busy. Actually, this morning I uh, went to TEDx. We've got TEDx uh, Rukura happening next week as we're recording this. Excellent. Um, and four or five speakers today, and they're going quite well. i got to say, this speaker training gig that I've got going on. This unpaid, is, amazing thing that you're doing. Yeah, is is freaking hard it, well it is the story i mean yeah. i have to listen to these stories um <laughs> when you get back i, I it's I've, hard for me i should be getting paid actually yeah i i mean i just gave up just bitching to sam so now i'm bitching to the whole world via the podcast yeah. this is hard you should feel sympathy for me yeah i don't know how many people actually do <laughs> here's a story about just getting on with things and um just dealing with things chris probably not moaning too much um Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters was playing a concert earlier today and yeah. uh, broke his leg and they just wheeled him he back. He fell off stage, eh? Yep. And broke his just, leg. Uh, 15 minutes later, the medic was working on it, strapping his leg up or doing something and he was just playing, sitting down. How awesome is that? That's pretty awesome. That is pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. There's not many other musicians that would do that. I do... Um I did. I, I think I told you about the um, the Angels concert I went to, and back in nineteen eighty, I don't know, six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, when I was four. Uh, yeah, when you were four or something, and um, the lead singer um, had broken his leg skiing like the week that week. All oh, right. And so he turns up, and he's on a, a like a heavy barber's chair or dentist chair or something. Yeah. And I was right, right down the front, you know, headbanging as you do. And, and he's bouncing up and down. And you can see the boards, like, moving underneath his uh, this heavy-ass seat. And I was waiting for it to break through the stage. I thought yeah. it would be awesome. But, yeah, no, he, he, I was impressed with that. But that's not quite as cool as Dave no, Grohl's story. No. Actually, just before we go on, got a, another shout-out to, to the Dearly Departed again, Christopher Lee. Man, Sir Christopher Lee. Um, not as sad, not a sad, sad story. I mean, you he's know. He's 93. Exactly. He's 93. And I hope that I go the same way as he does. Like, he's he was rehearsing or whatever, getting ready for his next movie role. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's booked out So what out I'm understanding other- is when you're about 400, because medical te- uh, technology has advanced so much, that you're sort of just... I want to be booked out till I'm 500. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and you're sitting here <laughs> podcasting, and I'll just be like, I'm not sure if he's dead or not, folks. I mean, we went through this about four months ago, but uh, I prodded him awake, <laughs> but this time I think it's for real. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, no, there's some life there. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, he's alive. He's still drooling. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, um, yeah. <laughs> But Christopher Lee, what a legend. What a legend. It's amazing how many roles he did. And I like the the had this bit that we saw on the news last night was not a lot of people wanted to cast him because of his height. Oh right. And his I didn't looks. see that. And that's why they went that's why he was a lot of baddies in films. Yeah. Because as a leading guy, uh, not that good, I guess. I want to hear his his metal album that he got that award for, that metal award for. Yeah. I mean that, that, just that must blows be me away. Yeah. 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 Must be. Anyway, so um, field days. Should we talk a little bit about our field days experience? That is what we did during this week. We went uh, to Actually, the National 
Agricultural Field Days. You're going to explain what it is, right? Yes, the National Agricultural Field Days in uh, Hamilton, New Zealand. This is the 43rd year. I may have made that date up, but I'm sure it's 43rd. <laughs> it's 40-something, and uh, it's the largest agricultural event in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, like a trade fair, but with tractors. And everything and anything to do with farmers, home stuff, and just a whole bunch of random things. Um, actually, before we get in on that, there is something I need to talk to you about, and it starts with the word bambilo. Oh, right. we did mention that in the last podcast. Did we? Did we? I don't know. We had the video, but we didn't. I don't think we mentioned it. So there's a thing called bambilo, and it's an amazing pillow with bamboo fiber inside it, and... Um, Chris decides to bypass the shop online, spend heaps of money, and just buy it from China direct. Because it's cheaper. And uh, this package turned up with what one could only assume was not really pillows. Um, <laughs> we thought it might be pillowcases, and they'd made a mistake with the order. <laughs> but they uh, they were vacuum-sealed pillows, and Chris said they're quite good. Actually, actually, so we'll put the video up, because we video. You really need to see this video, because uh, I un- couldn't stop un- laughing. Un- Unwrapping, what do you call it? Uh, unboxing, like a Un- boxing yeah. unbox video, but it was unwrapping. And um, yeah, I, I thought, oh my god, I made a big mistake here. This is crap. And anyway, you'll see the video, you'll see what I mean. But the bottom line is, end of the story. I'm loving those pillows. I am absolutely loving them, and they cost me. I think it was twelve ninety five each. Chris gives them Chris eyes every night just before he's about uh, to lay on them. Ah, uh, it's the this. Happiest drooling moments of my life. But what right I was now. leading to was I actually came across a real-life bambillo stand at Field Days because there's pretty much everyone and anyone there. Um, there's, was it 28,000 people on the first day? Something uh, like that. Yeah. So over the course of the four days, you're going to get over 100,000 people yeah. through the gates. 152,000 was their expected. Oh, right. Very good. Yep. And um, obviously, that's great amount of people to get your product out there and be seen. And yes, yeah, it is the largest agricultural event in the Southern Hemisphere, and we went on Wednesday. Yes. We had some interesting things, which I f- totally failed to write down now. Excellent. That's good. Um, Chris had been I know, working I know there. I wrote them somewhere. Chris had been working there up two field days to help uh, with his job. So he'd yep. been around in and around the sites and stuff. Yeah, I, I put just up went a bunch in. of fencing. Yep, yep. Keep pointing at fencing, going, I put that together and took a photo. I had to take photos of the fencing, yeah. I think it's just to prove your boss you actually did some work. <laughs> as much as anything else. But um, there were a couple of things. So one thing, um, which sort of segues to a different thing, so I'll talk about that last. Okay, cool. So remind me about Spark last. But we've got to talk about the uh, wonderful draw. The draw for the chainsaw. Yeah, there was some promo girls going around with too much lipstick on and looking a bit weird, to be honest. And, Very blonde. Um, I don't know if Chris is giving them the eye or not, to be honest. Um, and it was to go in the draw to win one of three prizes, and the first prize was a chainsaw. And we said, and, Sam, and we're, we're sort of heading to the car at this time. It's like, we're going to go back. And Sam goes, oh, let me just fill this in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she said, it's going to be drawn in 10 minutes. And we were like, do you need to be there for that draw? And she said, no. No, you do not. Yes, that's what she said. That's what she said. And as we walked away, I read the little thing on the form, and it said, you have to be there when the drawing occurs. And we went back. Yeah, so Sam says, oh, look, it's only in 10 minutes. Let's just muck around and be here for the draw. So we went to a couple of nearby stores. We went back in there, and there'd be about 30 people in the tent, Yep, 30 people in the tent, all waiting, ready to win something. Right. And so she gets the big box and pulls out a name, 
reads out the name, nobody. No. Pulls out another name, reads out the name, nobody. nobody. Fills out another name, stumbles over the name, so gets this is, clarification of the name, yes. reads out the name, gets corrected on the name, nobody. So this is for the third <laughs> prize, and I think that went for... Ten minutes? Probably ten minutes to get that one. And then the second place person was a bit quicker. Yeah. And then first place... 20 minutes. At least. It <laughs> was, as it went on, our odds of winning the chainsaw was increasing, I don't know, tenfold maybe, because there was 30 people and not one person for 20 minutes, name got drawn. Yeah. And it was getting real painful. And it was, it seemed like there couldn't have been that many more entries left in this box. And yeah. then finally, they drew a name. And it, and wasn't, it wasn't ours. Us. Yeah, that was that was the that was the kicker. It was the kicker. But yeah, so we were a lot later leaving than we wanted, and we ended up in more traffic than we needed. And I ended up late for my next meeting, but that was all good. Apart from that, it was great. Actually, the thing I was going to talk to you about was one of the things we came across quite early on was the guy that was selling uh, those inversion tables. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I I I sort of um, pushed. Pretty hard for Sam. To yeah, and so I'd seen them before at home shows, and an inversion table, which I'll quickly explain, is an A-frame, little frame, and pivoted in the middle. I'll put a photo up on the website. Is a flat table with some clamps for your feet at the bottom. So think of it like a seesaw. Yeah, yeah, like a seesaw setup, and you basically stand up in this thing, clamp your feet down, and you can tilt yourself backwards. And once you get used to it, you can go completely upside down. The whole idea is to release, oh, I don't know, work against gravity and make you stretch yeah, the other way. Stretch out your stretch out your spine, stretch out um, different parts of your body. So the, yeah, yep. so the guy that was on it when we turned up, I didn't think he was the guy selling him. I thought he was just some guy. Uh, and it was $10 a treatment is what this guy wanted to charge. And we were like talking. Chris spoke, talked me into it. And I thought I'll have, and because my back was sore at that point in time. Because um, I was a bit stuffed. Yeah, I've been moaning about my speaker thing. He's been moaning about his back. Yeah, that's what we do so at night. It's, yeah. um, it's a good conversation, <laughs> which we don't normally bring up in the podcast. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, it's a winning. We should have that as the. We should um, just have our moan, moan minute. Speaker and bad back podcast. That's another yeah. podcast. He said, look, the $10 thing is just for tire kickers. I'll do it for free. I was yeah. like, okay. So he was talking quite a bit. You know what actually put James me James was his name. Oh, yeah. look at you. Remember stuff. I don't remember. Do you know what really put me off? Was that woman in the corner. I thought she worked for him. Yeah. But nah. she was like some weird customer. Yeah. Well, her husband was on the other other one. Oh, uh, is that why she, she was, was lurking? Yeah, that's okay. why she was lurking. That makes sense. So how long was I on this contraption for? 10 minutes? Uh, yeah. Uh, 12 minutes probably. Yeah. 12 minutes? Just, I, I would be over 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, look, you have to work up to 15 minutes eventually and you can't go completely upside down on your first go, blah, blah, blah. And he brought me upright and he and, said... And Sam, i got to say, Sam did not look comfortable throughout this process. No. He was like, why did you get me to do this? He's yeah. looking daggers at me and we're joking about it, me and James. is like, well, we should just tie him off here and wander off and have a coffee, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was. Of course it was. <laughs> so he made me come up right and he said, just be careful as, you know. If you, do you feel dizzy? You're going to fall I wasn't over. dizzy, but uh, I stepped off the thing and we left. And he said, look, in half an hour you'll be sweet. 
and I was in so much pain. Um, uh, yeah, because I, I, we walked away from the table, and I went, so, that must because he kept saying to Sam, how do you feel? And Sam's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, good, good, I feel good, I feel good. And we walk away, and Sam goes, that hurts my... <laughs> I can barely walk. That hurts, I can't walk, ouch, ouch, ouch. And I was like, oh, dude, you didn't tell... I, I didn't realise, he goes, I wasn't going to tell him. I said, well, I'm still going to ask you in half an hour if you feel okay. Yeah, and and then probably five, it was probably about five minutes, everything started coming right, and within half an hour, I was completely pain-free. Walking. Like, we're talking the first time in over a week. Yeah, it was amazing, and uh, by the end of the day, I was sore again, just from carrying around a backpack and walking gravity around. and stuff, and uh, I came right, yeah, it was uh, really impressive. It was considering the amount of walking you did, because I, I don't know how many steps you... Oh, you, you had your yeah. thing on as well. So I did 17,000 steps there. I think I did 14,000. Yeah. And and I was I was sore, you know, like... Oh, just, yeah. It's a long time walking. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was very impressed with the old inversion table, not impressed with the special $900 price tag, so down yeah, from tra- 1200 Trade Me's been getting some hits on the old inversion and, tables from um, this address. I found a good supplier in Auckland, uh, a health... Uh, fitness store, $400 sounds a lot better, and I'm looking forward to getting one eventually. Yeah. And um, hopefully- and we can do a podcast from it. We'll just invert the microphone, hang the upside down, and away we go. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I'm just picturing it, sorry. Yeah. I, bet I can you just are. so totally yeah, picture yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you what my segue out of that was. So I have had- Is this a- your drama at the Spark Tent? Yeah, tell you- whatever. Teleallergy? I don't know what you'd call it. Things have been going wrong with me with technology recently. So um, one of the things was there. So I, w- I went to the Spark Tent and I went there at one. Uh, let me see, one thirty-five p.m. Okay. And I saw that they had coffee at the back of the tent, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to pay for coffee. Give me a free coffee." So I went up and said, "Oh, you're doing coffee?" She goes, "Have you got your code?" And I'm like, "What code?" And she says, "Well, no, you've got to." Um, you know, do the thing that it says at the front of the tent. and But don't worry, I can do it here. She pulls out a, you know, tablet and I put in my phone number and she presses submit and she goes, you're going to get a text shortly with a link to an app. Install the app. It'll give you a code and you can win prizes and you win a phone. You can get a coffee, you get a muffin, you can do that, all this stuff. That's why that tent was so busy because when I walked in, I couldn't believe there were so many people in there wanting to buy phones. Yeah, well, you know what? They were probably all waiting for the bloody thing to turn up so i waited for five minutes and this text hadn't uh, come through and so i went oh i'm not hanging around here i'll just walk around and when it comes i'll come back and i checked it a couple of more times like i can't believe this text hasn't come through and i was like uh maybe i don't know i forgot all about it basically five o'clock that night text comes through oh did you actually get a text i didn't yeah, realize five you... o'clock that night i was home you know oh, it's at home yeah and i'm like well that's useless so spark anyone from spark if you're listening fail fail in a couple of ways first fail in the way that you put the the, the signage up and that sort of thing tent was so busy because i looked for the sign on the way out there are all these people standing in front of it there's one uh, sign so it wasn't and you, you can't tell okay no no it wasn't just me being old you can't tell what's going on. They haven't designed for uh, mass people, you know. So that was one of the things that had gone wrong. Um, I got a, I sent an email on uh, Wednesday to uh, one of the speakers, and I was like, I'll give you a hand with your PowerPoint. You need it for Saturday. 
da 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 um, just flick me an email back. Now, this is my fault. I misspelt her name, her surname, uh, in the email. And as you know, if you send an email to a name that doesn't exist, it bounces back, right? Yes. So it bounced back last night. Cool. How long has that been? Three days. Yeah, that's about right. Really? Because it'll keep trying. So it took three days. And so, of course, it was last night and I'm meeting her this morning. I was like, uh, yeah, I realized I didn't get hold of you because I stuffed it up. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, the... Uh, Text message I sent uh, my director for our other project that we're on at the moment. Uh, sent him a text message. Da 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 da. Um, three days later, uh, I get this message fail notification come back to me. I'm like, who who have I texted? And it was uh, that text message I tried to send him three days earlier. Uh, just took three days to fail. I I don't know. I've got to give up on technology. All signs are pointing to you should just give up and uh, live in a cave. Live in a cave. No, I need a secretary. I need a PA. I need a PA. You wouldn't know what to do with a PA. I I could think of some things, but we can't talk about that on the podcast. Um. That wouldn't even happen anyway. It would never happen except in my mind. That's like a weird daydream segment. (laughs) That Chris yeah. is having all the time. Have you got the um, link there for our airline story? Or do you want me to do that? I can do that. I don't have the link for it because you've, you, you're, oh, you're the I, one that's put it in there with a the little note. I put a note and not a link. No. Brilliant. I'm, Technology I'm, win again, Chris. <laughs> I'm a genius. That's what I am. Genius. You're so, yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> all right. I will tee that up while you take over for a sec. Okay, um, the there we go. Crowdsourcing has reached new levels at the moment with an Indiegogo uh, by Pornhub. I don't know <laughs> if you're aware of what that website is, Chris. I had to actually Google it and uh, just. Re- I can guess what I, it is. I just had to read the Wikipedia page because I was too scared to go and look at it. Right. Okay. So, well, know, tell us what Pornhub is then, because I actually don't know. I just know the name, and it's like, well, I think that's pretty obvious. Um, it's a large website that has porn on it and they have quite a big marketing campaign and um, they were in the news a couple of years ago because every time someone looked at a movie that was in the breast category, they were going to donate money to cancer research and the Breast Cancer Foundation of America turned them down and said, we don't want your money. So they uh, then doubled or tripled the amount and gave it to someone else in a big stuff you sort of move but uh this story is not about that they want to film some porn in space and they don't want to do it in just the zero g diving plane because i think that's been done before they want to actually go into space so they want 3.5 million dollars they're crowdfunding to send a couple of porn stars yep into space are they sending camera crew or what i don't know the technicalities i'm trying to bring it up uh the computer's having a go slow moment but yeah, it'd be interesting actually, because because I, I wouldn't mind going into space as a camera crew. I'm not really overly keen on the subject matter, but hell, if, if it means I get to go to space, I'd be like, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I can bring that up in a second, I will show that. I will not show it to you. I will talk about what you can actually get. See, this is where Sam, you've got to be a little more organised before. You <laughs> no, no, it's not being organised. It's punch the bloody oh, yeah. computer into gear. Yeah, I must I must say, um, my laptop that I kept saying is much better than your laptop. I'm starting to wondering, thinking maybe it isn't. It Why, is eight oh, years old. The search bar is the last thing to come up on Indiegogo. Good times. <laughs> of course it is. Okay, it's the Pornhub Space Program Sexploration. 
Um, they've got 58 days left. They need 3.4 million US dollars, and only 16,900 US dollars has been raised. And um, they've got two team members. Um, let's have a quick look. Oh, there's a few updates. Oh, they've got photos of uh, it's Eva, Eva, Livia, and Johnny Sins in spacesuits. And uh, she's doing the update videos, so that's uh, pretty good. She's the name on the tip of everyone's tongue these days. Um, you yuck. Um, she's been... <laughs> oh, I don't know. She, let's just say she's been doing some stuff and won some awards. That'll do. <laughs> um, and the dude, uh, and Use the du- your imagination. Yeah, and the dude... Or, or use your Google and you won't need imagination. Yeah, and the dude's been in the industry for eight years and uh, he has a very impressive appendage, uh, I've been told on this. Um, you can. Wiki says he's got a big willy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> not, not Wiki on Indiegogo. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez. So, <laughs> uh, five hundred dollars. You get a shout out during the filming of the tape, <laughs> which appears in the bloopers reel. So um, that's called a Titan. Black holes, fifty thousand uh, dollars. You get to pick one of the ten custom made props from the set, and for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now I'm going to say it the correct way. Because I know they want people to say it the wrong way. Uranus is the uh, planet. Yeah. Um, 150,000. You get one of the two space suits worn by the sextronauts, complete with underwear, and um, it's great for cosplay enthusiasts. I could think of better ways to of, spend 150 grand. Even if you had 10 grand, you could have an amazing spacesuit built for you. To do things with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It is, the amazing thing to me is that there are actually people out there with so much money that they'll go, hell yeah, I'm doing that. They've actually got a breakdown on a pie chart which has got a moon uh, of how the money's broken down into the film. It's pretty good. Oh, cool. So 60% is the flight. Is there, does it say anything about cameraman? Uh, cast and crew is 2% of the $3.4 million. Oh, yeah, so that's paying them. But, yeah, production's um, 10%, uh, marketing's 5%, insurance is 6%, pre-production's 6%, post-production's 5%, the Indiegogo fee's 4%. Um, yeah, so there's different ways you can help on that. It'd be interesting to see how that goes, if it goes at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've got a, I've got this open letter that I've got to read out. We were... You do. You, we, actually, in, you Sam, do not have much time, to be honest. So you Sam and go. I were looking at... Oh, I don't have a screen, so I don't know how much I know, time I'm I got. I'm telling you. So um, Sam and I were having a look at this the other day, and I, I read this out, and he says, oh, we've got to read this out on the thing. So um, this is an open letter, I think, that was published online, and I'll just read it out. I won't try and read you it out. You think it was published online, and you're reading it online? I'm reading it online. I assume it was published online, but anyway. Yeah. It would have been. Um, Yun Mi, it's the person who wrote it. I'm not going to try and do her voice or anything. It's just going to be my voice, just in case you're confusing you out there. Okay. Dear Passenger 15A, you do not know me, but I was seated in front of you during the flight from Singapore to Sydney on April 12th. What I had initially thought to be a routine flight turned out to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and it was all because of you. I'm writing this letter to thank you personally. Being the cheapskate, crossed out, Asian that I am, I did not pay for pay extra for a seat next to the emergency exit. 
Though it offered more legroom, I couldn't be bothered to read the special safety procedure. The last thing I would want to do is compromise the lives of all the innocent passengers because I do not know how to open an airplane door. Despite my economy seat, you offered me a full back massage by repeatedly kicking the back of the chair. To date, I have yet to regain full mobility of the lower half of my body. But since I am single, I suppose I don't have much use for it anyway. I did not pay for the in-flight entertainment package and I was worried I might be bored, but my concerns were unnecessary. You were talking so loudly as if your friend was seated in the cargo hold rather than right next to you. Perhaps she's hard of hearing. This might strike you as odd, but for the first time in my life, I wish I had a hearing impairment too. Also, could you tell me where you bought those obnoxious snacks? I assume they must have been delicious because you rip into one or you rip one open every 30 minutes. Thanks for the loud rustling and chewing ambient sounds. At this point I thought, it can't get any better than this. But what I had meant as a rhetorical question, you took as a challenge. For immediately my nose was assaulted by a putrid smell of death and decay. The stench was so strong that I turned to check if the old lady seated next to me was still breathing. It was so nice of you to take off your shoes and put your feet between my seat and the plane window. It must have taken considerable effort. It was a small space, but you stuck it as close to my face as you possibly could. Your kindness moves me. The sun is rising above the horizon. The sky is bleeding crimson and gold. But I cannot turn to gaze at this everyday miracle, because every time I do, I smell the anus of Satan. I had half the mind to pull down the oxygen mask from above me, but then I remembered I was flying on a budget airline, so I probably have to pay extra for that. Did you know that you have made me a more religious person? I have said more prayers in that eight-hour flight than I have in my entire life. I was torn between asking God for strength to endure the rest of the journey and sweet Guan Yin Ma take me home. I don't know what that means. This experience has been so memorable that I am writing this from my therapist's office. I've also signed up for 10 more sessions to talk about it. Thank you once again. Since insincerely yours, Passenger 14A. Sounds like she had a good flight. That's what I got from that story. That was pretty awesome. Speaking of awesome, awesome writing, we're going to be doing an awesome Trade Me ad soon, aren't we? We are. Chris has a motorbike that we need to sell, or he needs to sell. I'm helping with it. Yeah, so we were um, coming up with a, a amusing enough story to help sell the bike. Because we um, want it to go viral. We want it like to go a virus. virus. And we'll let you know, and you can help us viral, viralize it. Yeah, that's Spread the, the virus. Spread the virus. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, we'll, um, that'll be great. And uh, you can check us out on facebook.com forward slash the Chris and Sam podcast. Yeah, I get... <laughs> I always have to think about that. The Chris and Sam podcast, yes. It's the Chris and Sam pod. uh, No, the Chris and Sam pod on Twitter. At Chris and Sam pod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash the Chris and Sam podcast. Which we will hopefully be updating more regularly once we... Yeah. I keep posting things every Yeah, you're doing good. The Chris and Sam podcast.com is where all the notes are. And you'll see the video of my Bambillo wannabe thing. Uh, Un- unwrapping. Unwrapping. Uh, arriving. Uh, and also we'll have some other videos. and We'll have the links to this letter and stuff. Yes. Um, and bits and pieces there. Um, and that is... Is that us for today? That is us for episode 35 of the Chris and Sam podcast. Thank you for listening. Time we flies do a, by. We 
definitely appreciate you guys uh, listening in and tuning in and downloading our podcast. We'd love you to rate us on iTunes um, and uh, leave a review if you would. Fantastic. And we'll catch you next time. See Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.